0: It's the face of community and business podcasts introducing you to the stories behind the faces focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our community second to none. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the face of community and business podcast. Today I'm joined by our newest host, Danny O'Donohue. Danny, thank you for being here again. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tony. I'm Excited to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited to get things going. Uh, I know we've uh, you know we've had these conversations for a while, but you've had a, a busy time since your last podcast. Yeah, I mean, uh, no surprise to
1: anyone. Real estate market is crazy um, in every sense of the word. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you, it, it's like a bipolar market right now. Like what you hear out there nationally doesn't really affect the local market as much being in Chicago so it's just helping people get a good idea of what's happening in their neighborhood and um, helping them make the right move for them so
0: and and tell me about that a little bit just because I'm curious to to hear your side of it in terms of what you see nationally versus what's going on locally in Chicago locally to Chicago sure yeah like well you know other parts of the country had like um
1: crazy price appreciation. Uh that there's there are neighborhoods in Chicago or or suburbs where people saw healthy price appreciation, but not like Boise, Idaho or like places in Arizona mm-hmm. that um, you know, 40% year over year appreciation. We didn't see those kind of numbers really anywhere here. And so um which is a positive for our marketplace because it's always, you know, Midwest has always been a little bit more like Steady.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, like and nobody wants to move here. <laughs> I I I don't think that's true. There's a lot of great things about <laughs>
1: Chicago, specifically. You know, I, mean, I love Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it's my favorite city in the it's, world. It's bar none. It's a great city. It is. So, um, but I think the what I, when I say that Midwestern, like people don't get like out of control, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and buy into the hype to some you know I don't know like some places in the country were really terrible places to be during the pandemic you know you saw people flee California to like right uh, like rural area you know like up and coming cities like 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 Boise like I mentioned or I didn't realize um, that about Boise that's crazy yeah they had like a total influx from California like Austin right 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 Austin 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 is another one and you know like now they've got this comedy scene there right but like things have slowed down there from what I understand um And things have slowed down from a transaction standpoint because we had like record number of transactions nationally
0: Mm.
1: uh, that you know first two years of the pandemic, and it just that pace was unsustainable. So, um, in some of those places, they have seen prices come down. We generally
0: haven't really seen them come down here. But but you've seen the market have have an uptick now, though, right?
1: We've been getting busier. Oh, for sure. Like. I think the second half of last year everyone was trying to uh, understand what interest rates were because we were so artificially low um at the onset of the pandemic basically once um the Fed started stimulating the economy at the beginning of the uh, pandemic like mortgage rates went so low, like historically low mm-hmm. uh you know, people are getting thirty year mortgages for under three percent. That's an anomaly. We're, we don't expect to see that anytime in the near future. Right. Uh, rates still on the historic... Like, if you look at a historical chart of interest rates for 30-year loans, we're, we're still slightly below where uh, the, the average is. I think the average is about 8% or just slightly below that. Uh, I don't know what rates are today, but they're in the sixes. You know. Now, so.
0: Do you feel like you're competing with people's... Uh, uh, Memory of
1: hundred percent. That's uh, that's that's that was the second half of last year. People adjusting. Oh my gosh! Like this, if I bought it last year, the my rate would be half. You know, like the fourth quarter of twenty twenty two, you had rates in the sevens. You know, Mm -hmm. you go from three and a half first quarter of the year to seven. That's double. Right. So there's an adjustment period there. We're through that, people are applying for loans again.
0: And, and demand not, strong. And not only that, too, but there was just, uh, because being in the city was so tied to social things and you know restaurants and nightlife, that uh, people were willing to compromise and have always been willing to compromise on size and space, right, that, uh, of their unit, their home. Right, and that's the thing about being in the city.
1: Like, being in a city during the pandemic no one wanted to be in a city. Right, right. No, they didn't want to be in Chicago. They didn't want to be in New York. They didn't want to be in San Francisco. They didn't want to be in any of these big cities. That because the restaurants were closed, there were the bars were weren't open. You know, um, a lot less freedom to move around. Hundred percent. So like when you take all the th- great things about a city, like being able to be around other people and uh, enjoy culture, and that's like shut down, like. People the left. appeal the appeal's not quite there. I think what we're seeing now is people realizing that life is kind of returning to what it was before
0: covid. Yeah. Shut the world down. Right, right. And it's happening. Now now for you, you grew up in the the North Shore. I did. Now. Yeah. Living in the city for the last uh like, over 20 years. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, I love it, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, and that's what I love about it though is that, that you have you hear so much, you know, negativity around it, but um, in terms of real estate, right, what, what do you see, well, for you, how long, t- tell us a little bit about that, how long you've been doing it, and what have you noticed in terms of the way that people perceive the city of Chicago uh, from, like, a suburban standpoint, but also from an out-of-towner out of standpoint?
1: Yeah, I can't really speak to what people think of it from out of town. Um, I just don't have a large enough, like, knowledge base. Sure, sure. I do know, like, anyone that's from other places, their, their reviews of Chicago are always positive when they come here. However, we have a branding problem with our city. <laughs> and I think it kind of started in whole, you know, whole cloth with our previous president always using Chicago as an example of all the worst things, right? Yeah. Like crime. Well, crime's a thing everywhere right now. Crime is up statistically everywhere, whether yep. it's city, rural. It's that's an issue for that we all are facing. Um and then the other thing, too, is the spread of information is so much faster now. So like right, right. when you hear about something happening, like a carjacking or you know any type of crime, somebody's going to vlog about it. There might be a video of it. <laughs> right, right. You know? And so like if you're looking at the world through that lens of fear, you're going to get all the information you want to confirm, oh, well, cities are scary. I think most people don't look at the world that way, and they see um, that it's probably not more dangerous than it's ever been. I mean, from a statistical standpoint, I don't, I don't
0: believe it is. That's me. I mean, I, I just don't worry about that stuff. Well, and and, and from just from what I've gotten to know you and our conversations, that uh, you're more of a half glass full type of guy, a little more optimistic and positive, and. Try to be that way. That's important. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mean, if you're looking for it, you're going to find those things. Right. If you look for positivity, you're going to find positivity. If you look for negative things, you're going to find negative things. And, and that's what I kind of wanted to talk to you about, too, because as we were talking earlier and some of the things that you're doing and trying to better yourself, I, I want to know how like you've connected with community. Right. From, from the standpoint of it's important as a realtor to do those things and you need to be in front of people. But I take from you that it's not just about that. You really do want to connect with uh, individuals, get to know them, build community around that. What have you found for yourself to be the most beneficial uh, in creating connection within community?
1: I think the most beneficial thing is just to be your authentic self, right? Like, be who you are. Don't apologize for it. We're all human beings. Nobody is perfect. And so the the thing that... Um, helps me live a happier life is try to connect with people on an authentic level uh you and i were talking before this about my my friend and i kind of started doing like a accountability thing around like fitness like and meditation yeah wellness really you know like just to um it's a friend of mine that we've been close for a very long time so it's kind of an easy step to take and uh where the cool thing about it is, it's kind of deepened our friendship in some ways because it's like, well, we're both dads, we both work, we both, you know, have similar um, lifestyles. Yeah, you know, like and and stresses and you know, positives, negative, you know, whatever. Sure. So like, we track these things that like w- w- we can do as individuals to keep our mind right. For lack of a better way, of, no, right, of, right, and like, because like everyone has stresses in their life, and like, so often when someone overreacts to something, it's not the thing that they're overreacting about, yeah. and and I've learned that through real estate because, whether it be a client or a, a, a somebody else's client or even sometimes the other broker, you're gonna get something that really wasn't directed at you, right? Like because they're not right. You know, like so, like um, taking care of your own house is key, and and me and my friend have kind of deepened our friendship and just being open about this stuff. It starts with just simple Google Sheet saying like. (laughs) Uh, you, you exercise, you lift weights, you do, and you, these and you have a point system, though. Would yeah, you, we do. You, yeah,
0: team, where'd you come up with that? I don't know. It, it like, it, I think it like. was it over drinks one day. No, you said so you started too with a competition of uh, of uh, Sober October, yeah. Right? So we both uh, uh, listened to uh, the Two
1: Bears podcast with Burt Kreischer and uh, uh, Tom Segura. And they're always, like, harassing each other yeah, and, yeah. and doing that. So they do that Sober October thing every year with, like, Joe Rogan or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so it kind of started from there. Um, we did Sober October, and uh, we're like, all right, so we had a uh, different point system than we're doing now, but the winner had to pay for steak dinner for the other one. And so we you know that was awesome and we just kind of kept rolling we did a dry January and now we're doing it for the whole year so That's
0: awesome. Yeah, it's sort of fun. Now, when you do those things, I mean, there's got to be some things that you notice, because the last time that you were on the podcast, you shared some great advice as far as, you know, you, your routine and, and things that you do. What do you notice as far as your, your productivity um, as a realtor? I mean, as a dad, we'll get into that. You know, you have three kids. Yep. You know, travel sports and all. And then you play hockey on, right, as well. Right, right. But what do you notice when you're more in alignment with those positive uh, habits that you form or or even these challenges, right? Like... What do you notice as a result of that in your personal and professional life?
1: Yeah. So for me, with uh, um, like just tracking these simple things every morning, it's like that competition aspect helps because, like, I don't know, we're all like, you let yourself off the hook. Oh, I don't snooze. If you snooze, you're missing your chance to do it. And then, like, oh, I'm going to get behind, you know, four points today if I don't like get up and get after it. And so from that standpoint, it helps because you start your day on such a more positive note than like uh, if you, you hit the snooze button on the alarm clock. Mm-hmm. And then like you get up and some days you don't want to get after it right away, but you do. And then all of a sudden your day's got momentum. And so and, and your mind's clear. And having a clear mind helps you not unload on someone, some, something that's not for them. Right, right. So, like your communication with other people's better. You're you feel better about yourself. Like it's just, it's a natural it's a just like a
0: natural confidence booster. And how does that change in terms of the way when when something happens where you know if you notice maybe you haven't you know focused on those those, those positive habits or doing those things that that are important to you and and, and you haven't experienced that you don't like, or that, like, wait a second, maybe I got to readjust here. Yeah, you can totally overreact.
1: (laughs) And unfortunately, like, for me, like, uh, I mean, I guess it's a good and a bad thing, but like, sometimes, like, my kids will get a reaction that is totally not right, you know, like, and and I'll catch it immediately, you know, and I'll be like, hey, I'm sorry, buddy, like, that was... I was wrong to yell at you or what, And, like, I I don't want to be the dad that yells at his kids. And I generally don't. But I'm not perfect. Right. But when I'm not perfect, the first thing I do is be like, oh... But you're very self aware so, to realize that, I mean, that immediately. I try to be. Yeah, I mean, that's important to me.
0: Have, and and you mentioned meditation. How much of that plays a role in it where you're being more self aware seeing yourself? Because not everyone meditates and not everyone has that the capacity to sit and just even five minutes, it could be difficult. It's
1: not easy. Um, and like, I guess I learned this trick from someone and it's like, you know, if your mind wanders, that's totally fine. So like... Um, if I'm like needing some structure to it, like, uh, I'm a Peloton guy at this point, like that's like my morning thing. And so like, I'll, I, I generally don't need the Peloton meditations, the guided ones to get me on the right track. But if I'm like, kind of throw one of those on there, it's like soothing me. It just like, the key for me is like to try not to think about anything. My mind's always got a million different things in real estate. There are. Fires, big and small, that your pop up and notifications and you know we all live this very connected world and and to like not have your phone right there and not be looking at it and not be it's important you yeah know?
0: absolutely it is so so what from from what you've kind of gathered over this this journey not only of because um, there's all a lot of the things that we've talked about, our information that we're getting, like you mentioned with uh, the podcast and you know Sober October and these ideas and, and health and wellness overall, uh, is, is I, I think for me and we're the pretty much same age yeah. is that we didn't see this growing up, right? We didn't have this kind of information. It's been a lot newer. Yeah, right? and it's almost
1: information overload. It is no completely right. Not, yeah. So like my advice to anyone is like, all right, if you want to make some change in your life, start small. Right, like best advice is just try to get one percent better each day. If you if you really accomplish that, can you imagine how it's three months how process. much better your life is in like a very short period of time? Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So like, yeah, the old saying Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, we're not built in a day either. You know, we're all. If you have a growth mindset, you're improving each day. Yeah, 100%. You
0: know? And, and how do you see yourself then creating uh, even more community around that where you start to um, attract or, or you know just connect with people who are doing the same things, focus on the same things, but also have that similar past right? where we didn't focus on those aspects of our health and wellness that were important. but now realizing it what does that look like for you as, as, as you've stepped more into um, taking care of yourself and, and and meeting others who are doing the same thing?
1: Yeah, so for me, like I guess my focus on that is like, uh, just try to be the best version of myself at all, you know, as often as I can <laughs> be. And then just kind of see what happens. You know, like, I'm not focused on, like, the attraction of it. I think that just kind of happens anyway. Like, you're going to meet more people. And have you been, though? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I notice, like, better conversations, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, and... um and also, like my, I've become more curious through this process. Like, I feel like I ask better questions, and I'm like trying to ask better questions when I'm talking to people.
0: Interesting. But I don't know. What, what do you, What do you think that comes from, as far as just being even aware that you're you're asking better questions, or that yeah, like what are you interested in more that you're asking better questions? Well, I guess like having a more open mind leads
1: to it, right? Like, not feeling like I have it all figured out. I'm never going to oh, have it all figured out. Yeah. And none of us will. And it, I mean, fine. If you have it all figured out, good for you. That's great. It doesn't bother me that you think you do. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
1: and maybe you do. And that's great. Yeah,
0: good for okay. you. Yeah,
1: okay. You're right. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, you're right. No one has it figured out. If you do. Maybe I mean, they do. I not I, I
1: don't, I'm not even going to judge that, yeah, you know. Right, like, right. right. Okay. So I guess like just trying to come to the world from a place of like not judging, right? Like, which is really different these days because everyone has a strong opinion, whether it be politics or, or you should only eat these things or you should only eat those things or oh, why do you do cardio? That's not good for you or you 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 should only lift weights or you should never lift weights or you know, there's a strong opinion on any issue you can. Find
0: anything that you Google, anything <laughs> will have opposing views in <laughs> the extreme. Like, they don't even live in, We're in so the middle ground. so polarized, completely polarized, <laughs> so frustrating. Polarized. And so, for you now, as you, you know, when you start, we started this conversation, it was uh, uh saying, you know, be you and, and embrace right. that and, and don't apologize, right? So, uh, being in a realtor for as long as you have, how has that now changed? Where as you embrace your identity and, and started to really like, get to know yourself better. Right. How has that changed the way that you've marketed yourself or show up for people? In the uh, industry, right? As
1: yeah, a... I, I wouldn't say that it's really changed the way I um, market myself or, like, I don't know. I feel like I've always, you know, my heart is always in the right place with my with my clients and colleagues and I, I always do try to do the right thing. It's not like I, ne- I didn't in the past. Um, I think I'm, better at communicating than I used to be Um, as far as um, well just open right like cause like I don't know Tony like you're been in the world long enough to know like sometimes someone will tell you something and you're like well that seems crazy (laughs) right but like to me for me it would be but for you that's probably the right thing to do Right. right so like just not thinking about it that way and and not knowing what's right for someone else. I, I I think that that's one lesson that I learned a while ago, but didn't know right when I started this mm-hmm. in this business, is that like there's just a lot of different ways to do it. 100%. and uh, like trusting people's ability to make their own decisions and not trying to make a decision for them. Like, the challenge that we all as real estate brokers face right now is a lack of inventory. And so we all want listings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And anyone that tells you they don't is probably not being genuine. (laughs) (laughs) Because the reason why is there's just a lot of demand out there. Mm. Now, is it a great idea for you to sell your house? Only you know that. Right, like if we have a conversation and and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna stay here. Good, good for you. Doesn't affect me either way. Right, like somebody else will want to sell their house. So, I'm sort of lost right now. Sorry, I'm no, like no, rambling. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's 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 honestly it's very because even as as you're saying it for me. Um, I, I, I think I'm a little guilty of that sometimes, right, of, of, of thinking that maybe I don't have all, all the answers, but that I hear someone that's like, that's crazy, and thinking that is crazy. But you're right. It, it may not be crazy for them. Whatever their idea is that works for them, is that, right. That's, that's Right, right. Like, and, and the other thing, like, so the other,
1: we were talking about values earlier, like yeah, yeah. things went up in some places way more than they did here. And then, like sometimes you'll see a sale, and you'll be like, oh, "Wow, that seems like a high number." Yeah. But for that person, it's a number that made sense. Yeah. Right. So, like now, everyone's so familiar with this multiple offer situation on a house. And uh, <laughs> before the pandemic, multiple offers crazy. existed, but not to the same extent. Now, I mean, now oh, it's really—it's it's even. You saying worse now? No, I just or, mean like before we the pandemic started, oh, when, right, right, when right, right, everything right, right, went... Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because like, yeah, during the pandemic, there was... Yeah, multiple offers there. all over the place. Yeah, but yeah. like,
1: I mean, I've sold three listings um, in the first quarter of this year, and all of them had multiple offers. All of them did. And they were good houses. That That's an in- inventory thing. They're going to continue. We're going to see homes that are priced uh, effectively sell in multiple offers for the in my view, probably the foreseeable future. Interesting, because there's just not that much like inventory new constru- and new construction, right? Correct. Yeah, like we have not been building enough homes in our country for the last basically since 2009.
0: Crazy. Now, last thing I want to ask you too is just on the advice that you would give people that, you know, because face of community and business, right? It's not just real estate. That for any entrepreneur and or any professional, right? That they're they're starting out their career. Um, what advice would you give as far as developing that personal brand, being unapolog- unapologetically you, but also the acceptance of others? Right? What maybe thinking back to your own career as you got started in this? What advice would you give yourself or others starting out? That uh, yeah, to, to to really just have that peace and and that drive. Well, I think the m- best thing, and you know,
1: <laughs> it's advice, but. <laughs> Kind of hard to practice sometimes is to have patience. We all want things much fat, you know, especially now. Everything's very instant gratification. And things, you know, success takes time. It takes time to build a business, whatever it is, whether it be real estate or you're opening a restaurant, like a small business, whatever. It takes time, like time, repetitions, conversations. Actions, whatever it is. Like, if you're, you think like uh, a master carpenter, like, has it figured out the first day on the job? No. Right. There's time required for them to command a higher price in the marketplace. Right. Like, same of anything. So, you got to be patient. You got to be patient with yourself and not expect, like, you
0: know, the big bank account immediately. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, all very good advice, and I feel like it's uh, even way more directed for me, too, because uh, these are things that I think I've struggled with for my whole life, right, of, of impatience. Who and doesn't? Acceptance, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for it, and I'm sure that our listeners will be, too, but... Um and you know, on that one, I want to thank you for, again, coming in. I'm very excited not only to have you as part of this community, for your friendship, but also for that, what, what's to come and, and these next few interviews that you'll be hosting. I'm just excited. Yeah, looking forward to it, too. Great to be here today. Thanks. Thanks.